What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bring incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is an author, but not only just an author, but he's a poet as well. An entrepreneur, founder of The Pretzel Twister, and an avid fisherman. Please welcome Bob Gonzalez. Bob, welcome to the show. Hello, Deanna. How are you? I am good. I am good. It's a beautiful day. It's a good day to have a good day, right? So, oh, yeah. I want to hear a little bit about your journey as a fisherman and an author, but more importantly, as a poet, because those are some <laughs> things that I like. They just, and the poem on your front page, your website is actually very beautiful. So, I kind of want to hear a little bit about what, what inspired, inspired you to be a po poet and become an author. Well, um, I used to have a friend, actually, her name was Deanna, too, and I wrote poems. Um, and um, actually, one of them was called Indiana, from the state of Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I started. Um, and then a little bit after that, I uh, wanted to write a book about my experiences on the ocean, which I really loved. So I wanted to get them all down on uh, in a book. I thought people would enjoy the stories that I had to tell. And uh so far, so good. People seem to really enjoy it. I've gotten some terrific feedback on the book, and um, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. So you've you, you were writing two books now, right? You have two books. Yeah. Yeah. Two books. Yeah. This is my second one, uh, A Flicker in the Water. Yeah. I'll show you the. Yeah, this is what yeah. the cover looks like here. Yeah. And yeah. And so that's a story, but it also has a few poems in it. It's got a few poems in it, yeah, but it's a collection of stories. Uh, a lot of the stories are my own. Not all of them, um, but a lot of them. Um, we also talk about the histories in the ocean and what really the oceans do for man, you know, throughout history and what the fish mean, too. Yeah. Uh, fish have been in here on our planet even longer than we have. <laughs> so uh, I gave them uh, their just, uh, just due in the book. I love it. I love it. And so tell us a little bit about, I mean, y you have... Um... Like, I, I love the water, too. Like, I, I could, I would love be by the water all day long if I could. So you have a love for fishing. You have a love for the ocean. And so tell us a little bit about that and how it moves you and how it's inspired you. Well, when you're out on the ocean, um, there's a calmness and a sense of feeling that one with nature that I get. And I think most people probably get that. Um, most of our planet is covered in water. So when you're out there, you really feel connected, especially you've connected to to our creator, actually. And uh, it's just a, a feeling that comes over you that I don't think you can get on land. At least I can't. Yeah, I, I can relate to that because it's very beautiful. It's very serene. And uh, I'm just scared of sharks. Like, I do not yeah. want to be eaten by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Have you ever, like, come across some big, big uh, whales or sharks or anything when you're out there? Well, we've caught a few big sharks, yeah. Um, oh, wow. I've never come across one while I've been swimming or anything, and uh, I hope that never happens. But, yeah, we've caught a few. We caught a big bull shark one time, uh, and tiger sharks, uh, mako sharks, all of those. Oh, wow. And then do you keep yeah. those or do you throw them back? Well, it's, we've let go some, and other ones like mako shark is very, very good. The fish markets love those. Uh, they're very desirable in the restaurants. That's cool. Okay, so you've sold some of your fish that you've caught. Yeah, yeah. So where do you find the time? So I know I'm an entrepreneur, and I know what it's like running a business, and you know. But I, where did you find the time running your pretzel shop 
and writing a book? <laughs> well, it's you know it's been a, a thirty year span. So I started the business in um, 1994, okay, and I started fishing in about 97. Oh wow! And then and I wrote the book in 2022. So <laughs> it's been a oh, a long drama. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, the, the, the name of the boat though, that we fished on was called the twister. It was named after the pretzel twister, which is the, the pretzel shop that I run. Okay. Very cool. I love, I love how it's all connected, but you didn't always live in Florida, right? No, no. I grew up in Pennsylvania, uh, in Northeastern Pennsylvania, uh, near the Poconos, Pocono mountains. And, uh, we used to freshwater fish up there and whitetail deer hunt. Um, and the summers I would go to New Jersey, we'd fish for bluefish in the summertime and cod in the winter. Okay. And uh, it was when I moved to Florida, though, when I really started fishing all the time. Uh, Destin, where I fished, is known as the world's luckiest fishing village. We're up here in the Panhandle on the Gulf okay. of Mexico. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and um, it's it's known as the world's luckiest fishing village. And I started fishing it every single day. I was going for for, and then I I made those stories into the book. I I also have some experiences in the Keys too that are in there and and in the Bahamas. Oh, very. So you'll enjoy cool. those. Yeah. So did you write, a, did you start writing your poems before you wrote that book, before you released it? Like, cause I, I, like I said to you before we started recording, I have like hundreds of poems from when I was a teenager till probably, I mean, I haven't written recently, but to for maybe the last year or so, just a collection of them over uh, 30 years, maybe. So when did mm. you start writing poems? I started writing poems a couple of years ago. For the book, I had two of them, I think, already written that I said, you know what, let me put these in here. Yeah. And then the other one, I kind of, the one you were talking about that's on my webpage, I yeah. did that one on as I went. I oh, made really? that one up. Yeah. Yeah, that one was as the book was going. I made, I wrote that one. <laughs> Very talented. But there are two. Yeah, yeah. yeah Can, thank you. Yeah. You, do you have it handy? Can you read it to us really quick? Uh, let me get it up here for you. Oh. A flicker in the water inside the tails. An ocean water's shimmery flicker is not only good for the soul, but also the good heart's ticker. Through a rough or a calm sea, the ebb and flow of every wave reaching every boat's bow unlocks the mysteries of the heart's key. Even if the sea is not necessarily your cup of tea, it sure as heck inspires not only the fisherman, but also the poet in me. Fishermen and sailors new and old enjoy a sip of their red iced tea brewed cold. Lovers of the sea are often found deep in the ocean, out of sight, sometimes in the dark of night, where only the moon and the stars provide any shining light, luckily and happily keeping their hands on the line with the fish held tight. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I, I like yeah. it. It's, it, it, what's the word I'm looking for? I Like, I think that it touches, it can touch anyone's heart and they can kind of get a, a, a sense of what that means to you, what it's like to be out in the water. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you feel like you're out there. Yeah, exactly. That that's it. That's what it does. I, I loved it. I was reading. I'm like, ooh, I like this. This is good. Yeah. That makes me want to get on our boat. And be like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here. Let's be something. Yeah. And yeah. Mm. So, what's next for you? Well, um, I have a fishing trip scheduled September 16th. So maybe I'll have to come back and tell you what happens then. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and after that, I think I'm writing, um, continually writing things. So I'm writing a lot about baseball. I have, um, I have some, po not poems, but, uh, some history of the major league franchises. Okay. Uh, so that I'm working on that now, but that's still a couple years down the road. 
Yeah. And maybe okay. some comedy too, because I like comedy. There's some laughs in the book too people might like. Oh, yeah. About what? Yeah. Well, um, I talk about Popeye the Sailor Man. Okay. <laughs> I like that. And I, I, uh, one of the quotes in the book was, um, um, we called this guy Keith, a friend of ours. We called him a weekly fisherman because everywhere he went, they told, told would tell, oh, you should have been here last week. Oh, you're this supposed to be coming through next week. Yeah. <laughs> so he's thinking, what about right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You talk about you might write something uh, about when you were um, hunting for white-tailed deer. Is that what you? Yeah. Um... We used to hunt for deer in Pennsylvania. That was the sport of choice back then up there. And uh, there are a lot of stories I can put into a book about that I think people might like to. Oh, I bet. Um, is there any similarities between fishing and hunting? Well, uh, patience. Um, it's not always going to go your way, you know, but you're, when you're hunting or fishing, sometimes the uh, fish cooperate, sometimes they don't. <laughs> you no. just have to. Yeah, persist through the pain. And the same with hunting. You could be out in the woods sometimes for days at a time without seeing anything. And then all of a sudden you see might see a whole bunch of them. Yeah. So that, you have to put your time in. Yeah, I would agree. Patience. It's like playing. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are certain things in life that you can do that can teach you patience. What's one thing that you would like people to get out of reading your book? I'd like to get them to understand... Um, uh, what our oceans mean, um, what they do for us as people, you know, uh, two thirds of our planet is covered in water. And, um, you know, the, the, actually the fish have been here longer than we have. So <laughs> they should be treated with, um, you know, respect and the ocean should be treated with respect. Uh, and it's really where we come from. So I, I want people to enjoy being out there and be safe at all times. Well, yeah, you got definitely. Got, it's a big body of water. You can't mess with mother yeah. nature. Like I have another um, little line in the uh, the book too. Um, want me to tell you that one? Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> From the old man in the sea, Ernest Hemingway said, um, "Everything about him was old, except for his eyes, which were the same color as the sea, and they were cheerful and undefeated." So I wrote, "Neither fisherman or fish goes through a full season undefeated unless you're the 1972 Miami Dolphins." <laughs> there you go. That's good. I'm not a yeah. smart person, but I'm assuming most people that are are going to get that. Uh, <laughs> well, very cool. Where can people find you, connect with you, and uh, learn a little bit more about you and purchasing your book? Well, I have a website, uh, flickerinthewater.com, with no A, just flickerinthewater.com. And on there, there's a lot of uh, interesting things you can read and look about. And there's things in there that are not in the book, but the links to the book are there too. There's Amazon and Barnes and Noble and all that. My email is there. And there's like different sections where you can look up stuff about facts about the ocean, how the book came about, that sort of thing. And I'm also, wherever books are sold, Goodreads, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. But the the one-stop shop is the um, the website, flickerinthewater.com. Perfect. Uh, you guys, and then what about your social media handles? Can you share those with us as well? I'm on Twitter, uh, Bob Gonzalez with a Z. Um, I'm also on Facebook, uh, Flicker in the Water also, and uh, Instagram, uh, Flicker in the Water. Perfect. You guys, I'm going to put those links in the show notes, so don't hesitate to go click those links if you connect with Bob and our fisherman yourself and want to support him, purchase the book, and learn a little bit more about the ocean. Go ahead and click those links. Go follow him on social and give him some support. Bob, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? 
enjoy yourself. Um, have fun out on the water and be safe. That's it. <laughs> enjoy it. It's they're meant to be enjoyed. You know, uh, there's a lot of fun to be had, but there's also um, there's also patience and there's lessons you can learn from being out on the water. Uh, connect to your soul and uh, dig deep down and uh, reach for the stars. There we go. That's I like that. Bob. Well, thank you so much yeah. for sharing your story. It sounds like you have found another path for yourself in life that um, is not only help touching your soul, but it's touching others in do it, yeah. it within something that you love to do. So I think you want to hear another quick little story. Yeah, let's share it. Go ahead. <laughs> over my shoulder, actually, this shoulder, you see that fish over there? Mm-hmm. That's a red snapper. Um, we I had that mount. That it was a 42 pound red snapper, which was three pounds shy of the state record. Okay, wow, that's huge. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, 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 I caught a few red snappers, we both did, and they were too small, we had to throw them back. Oh, yeah, well, they have list size. Yeah, that's uh, an extraordinary one. You don't get those every day, yeah, that's for sure. And how long did it take you to get that up because it's a fight in the water? Oh, yeah, yeah. small. <laughs> oh, yeah, small. yeah, gotta, like kind of take yeah. your time and. You know, so how long did it take you to get that? This one took about 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It made a couple of runs. We would get it up and it would make a run, get it up again, make another run. So finally it came up. It looked like a big beach ball coming up out of the water. It was bloated. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for how difficult it was going to be to like pull up just a tiny little fish. Cause you know, you're not very big. Mm. We're, yeah, oh, I know. It's amazing how strong they are. It really is. Yeah. They have to be hardy to be out to, to survive out there in the ocean. You have to be tough. <laughs> what What is some, okay, here, I asked you for last words of wisdom or advice, but what is some last words of fisherman advice you'd want to leave with someone who maybe is just getting into fishing or has been doing fishing for a little bit that they that maybe they don't know or, you know. If you're going to be fishing and if you want to catch some nice fish, well, first of all, you have to put the time in. But then second of all, and this is even more important, is when you do do it, make sure everything that you can control is taken care of. Make sure all the knots are wound the right way. Make sure all the hooks are set the right way, the reels, the drags, everything. You don't want to um, go out there and have something that you could have controlled uh, go wrong because once it goes wrong, you, that fish is not going to come back. So sometimes you only get one chance and you, you have to make it count. Oh yeah. Be ready. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. I, it's in Fishing is good. I, I, I really like it. I I'll be doing it again. Well, Bob, thank you so much for being on the show today, sharing your story, looking forward to hearing about your second book and more fishing stories from you. So uh, we, we look forward to getting an update of, of your trip in September. So <laughs> All right, Deanna, sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live Label Free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.